for an increasing number of Canadians, inflation is their biggest financial concern. They may express it in a variety of ways, like the worry over affordable housing or increasing rents. Maybe they complain at the gas pump or the grocery store, but it's all part of the inflation story. That's why I was interested in a just-released Yahoo Maru poll asking Canadians about what they think the causes of inflation are. And please, forgive my bluntness, but what surprised me is how confused Canadians are about what's causing the rise in their cost of living. And they're obviously not Money Talks listeners. You know, the number one answer cited as the cause of higher prices was supply chain problems caused by COVID. Now, certainly that does play a part in higher prices for some things, maybe furniture, cars, other goods. But it's got very little to do with what I call the big three that impact us all, housing, food and energy. But let's leave those essentials aside for a moment and ask, hey, what's driving consumer prices? Well, let me ask a question. If someone barely had enough money for food, shelter, and gas, do you think a shortage of furniture or cars would push prices up when they had no money to buy them in the first place? No, I'm sure you appreciate that's the answer. But here's the point. Most Canadians did have money because the government sent them literally hundreds of billions of dollars to individuals who did not suffer financially because of the pandemic. And at the same time, though, we had central banks manipulating interest rates to record lows to make it cheaper and easier for individuals to borrow. Presto, record amount of money chasing goods. That's what pushed prices higher. Second most popular answer, by the way, for the causes of inflation was profiteering by companies and speculators. Oh, come on, that's the anti-capitalist favorite bogeyman, greedy companies. But that completely ignores that the vast majority of companies try and win over customers by having price competitiveness, below prices. Maybe an easier way to expose the fallacy of that ideologically driven explanation is to ask a straightforward question. Though. If high prices are the product of corporate greed, when prices of things like oil, which was down for over five years, half of what it is today, well, was that the result of corporate generosity? Or when companies put things on sale regularly, 50% off, whatever it is, is that corporate greed? Another answer, this is the third most popular. One in five said that businesses increased prices to make up for lack of business during COVID. It completely ignores, though, the higher costs of their inputs, like their energy costs have gone up, property taxes went up, wages went up, I mean, you name it. When it comes to food prices, fertilizer prices are up about 112% in the last year along with the cost of running their tractor. That went up because diesel prices went up nearly 80%. It's got nothing to do with corporate greed or supply chains. The one thing, though, we had 12% saying that the impact of sanctions and war in Ukraine was having this big influx. But you know what? I think it is important for all of us to understand that inflation worries started well before the invasion. You know, February 2021, inflation rate was 1%. It doubled a month later, and by April, it was 3.6%, over 4% by September, kept a steady climb into December around the 5% mark. So inflation was up 500% compared to just the beginning of the year by the time the Russians invaded. I mean, many factors impact the price of goods and services, but I think it is important that we understand that there's one overriding variable. As famed economist Milton Friedman said, inflation is everywhere and always a monetary phenomenon. Without the growth of money in the system, we wouldn't have had inflation. And it's not difficult to understand. Come on, if we were all broke, we can't bid the price of goods and services higher. But if instead, 
we all won the lottery, got $10 million. Well, we had got to all go out, shop, and bid prices higher. But that's actually what happened. In Canada, the amount of money in the system grew by 27% in just two years. I mean, the government was handing out hundreds of billions, as I said, to people who were not impacted necessarily financially by the pandemic. 85 cents on every dollar went to people who didn't suffer financially. So as restrictions were listed, the consumer returned with a vengeance, cash in their pockets, along with record low borrowing rates. That's the textbook, re textbook recipe for how you get inflation. And housing? Come on. Do you think housing prices would have risen near as much if mortgage rates were like 6 or 7 or 8% for a five-year mortgage? Well, I'm pretty sure all of us on Money Talks in the Money Talks listening audience understand that the answer is no. It's got nothing to do with supply chains or corporate greed. Number one variable pushing prices higher was the central bank's manipulation of interest rates, government passing out billions of dollars, making more money available. And you know what? That's the classic recipe for inflation.